Um, it's just so funny to think about that now, how a single decision, a single split second decision can change everything. Welcome back to Awesoming's podcast, where we highlight people pursuing their definition of, you guessed it, awesome. So buckle up and get ready for some more success story adventures and failures from Kentucky's tech and entrepreneur community. Yeah, with that, Tasha, I wanted to ask to date, what would you say is your your most proud moment of being involved with GSE? Oh, I know that's a brain buster. That's a brain buster. I'm giving you a superlative right there. (laughs) My most proud moment. Oh. Or maybe maybe top three if you can. Okay, okay. Decide I was on gonna one. say like you guys got to do like the top five five across moments, so <laughs> I'm gonna give you at least a couple because it's not fair to just let me have one. Um, <laughs> um, you know, being a part of this organization, especially now being the executive director, I wake up proud every day. I know that sounds so corny, um, but but it is a hundred percent true. Um, And the proudest moments for me are when our alumni come back and they tell us what they're doing, um, especially when they launch, right? Especially when they start um, their own company or their own business. Um, And, you know, going back to starting in 2013, since 2013, we have helped directly inspire the launch of 10 LLCs in the state of Kentucky that are still owned and operated by our alumni. We know there are many more. Those are just the ones that we've directly been involved um, and inspiring. We know that our entrepreneurs are filing multiple patents as high school students. Uh, we know now as well that we have hundreds of high schoolers, teens, and college students who are actively engaged uh, in Kentucky's entrepreneurial ecosystem. And my goodness, I'm just smiling thinking about that because we're seeing them start to come back. We're seeing them start to want to engage at a deeper level. Um, it, it's exciting to see kind of this full circle effect of GSE, you know, I'm thinking back to actually the top three moment of Five Across, and that was when Abigail and Addie, uh, last year at Five Across, they pitched um, their idea Dose Defense, and it was such a unique moment because there were 72 of our 2019 GSE entrepreneurs in the audience watching them do that. Um, And so not only is that our impact, that Abigail and Addie are are quote-unquote product, right? They are the impact, the, re, the direct result of GSE's programming. Um, and it's exciting to see those you, two young ladies move forward. Now, I could give you all kinds of names of our entrepreneurs from all over the state that have launched their own businesses. We could talk about Fad Bell or Joshua Jacobs or Rhea Shaw or, you know, just Cam Lasley. I mean, they just keep coming and they just keep going. And, and, and Garrett, I think when it comes to what I'm most proud of, I think I'm most proud of inspiring teenagers to take the risk of being an entrepreneur, to pursue it in a way that they never would have otherwise had they not spent three weeks uh, with us at GSE um, in whatever summer it was that they came through our program. Um, You know, the unique thing about our organization is that their journey does not end at the end of the three-week experience in so many ways. It actually is the beginning of their journey with our organization um, because we continue supporting them. We continue connecting them with resources, mentors, and we are the motivation when they need motivation. Uh, we do our best to keep them going. But at the end of the day, if, if our 
only contribution is inspiring the next generation of entrepreneurs <laughs> that I will sleep easy. <laughs> I will know that they are going to grow up and do phenomenal things. And we are seeing that uh, happen each and every day. I feel bad now asking you to have ch- chosen only <laughs> one, one memory. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And it is very special to, to think that so much has happened. You are right. You know, I know last year there were 72 students this year. You said 80 earlier on in this conversation. For the, for these 80 students currently, this is their first step in entrepreneurship. And again, yes, some may love it and want to pursue it. Some may say this was a great experience, not what I'm passionate about. Totally cool. But they're not going to have regretted spending this time this summer growing in the way and developing in the way that they are. And I think one thing that's that's very it's very impactful and honestly it's probably unspoken one thing i've i've learned in in entrepreneurship and being around a bunch of kentucky founders being around very successful entrepreneurs as well uh, from the kentucky entrepreneur hall of fame and and the like it's entrepreneurs are oftentimes the people who know how to think as they engage in a situation whereas i often feel a lot of people they only react and so there's a distinct difference in your teaching 16, 17, 8-year-old high school students how to think at an early age before they really go on their own, which is ah, which is so cool. I love it. And they've been having such a good time and it's fun hearing them have have brain sessions and powwows and whatever not as they're working on their companies. So that's really cool to be around this because this is such a special time. Yeah. It has ultimately come at a at a cost. And we're living, unfortunately, in a chaotic time. This pandemic is that could be another conversation. We won't go down that rabbit hole. But as a program that fosters entrepreneurship within Kentucky's rising leaders, the next gen, mm-hmm. how did you and your team come up with, not really just an opportunity, but come up with a decision to help GSE grow, to help them, hey, let's let's reach out to you know our six rise hubs. That's another conversation about the uh, the grant and the the economic centers that we've been leading around the state. But basically, why did you not cancel GSC this summer? And why did you choose to do it both, you know, that hybrid remote in person, but also you ultimately as the the director figured this would be the best decision for the organization? Oh, my goodness, Garrett. Such a great question. But let me start with what kind of entrepreneurs would we be if we just gave up and canceled the program, right? And so when uh, COVID kind of raised its head and really, really showed us what was going to happen as a society, it was a no-brainer to cancel the residential experience, right? I mean, that uh, would just be a recipe for disaster. You know, GSE is so collaborative. We are so anchored in our community. We go on site visits, field trips. Entrepreneurs are coming to us. Um, it is 100% a collaborative, a collaborative experience. And so we knew that based on guidelines and safety precautions that we couldn't run um, GSC in a similar way that we had in years past. I mean, that was a no-brainer for us. But we also knew that we couldn't cancel. We knew that that wasn't an option because we had selected 72 of Kentucky's most talented teen entrepreneurs, and they had worked so hard um, to be a part of this experience. You know, our application process is fun, but it's not easy to get into the GSC program. Many of them, it was was their second or third time applying. Um, And so, you know, our acceptance rate is right around 23%. That means we accept 23% of the people that apply. um, And that's somewhat by design. We want them to know that as an entrepreneur, you need to one, get comfortable with failure, 
But you also need to know that when someone tells you no, that you stand back up and you try again. And so as we were thinking about this summer and we were trying to figure out what in the world it was that we can do to still keep the GSC entrepreneurial spirit alive and well, we focused on our roots. We really did. We thought, well, we have a lot of partners. We know that there are people out there who can support us. And surely if they support us as an organization, they're going to be willing to support our teen entrepreneurs. So we sat down and we came up with just a list of ideas. And it all kind of started falling together. Um, it, the puzzle pieces just were on the table and then suddenly they started to fit. And I think it goes back to your comment about th thinking like an entrepreneur. Because instead of thinking of it as uh, a roadblock or an obstacle or a failure, we thought of it as a learning experience. We thought of it as a necessity and, and on our pathway to success. Of course, there were roadblocks. Of course, there were things we had to rethink and redo. Um, and by no means did we reform GSE. I don't actually believe in reform. I think reform says, let's look at everything that we did and we're going to pick out what we thought worked and what we thought didn't work. And we're going to bring with us the things that we thought worked. No, everything didn't work, right? That's why whatever it was that you were trying to reform didn't work. So you've got to start new, right? You've got to think about it as a completely new experience. And the program model that we're running this year is a new program. It is very different from GSD. So not only did we have to be comfortable in exploring the unknown, we had to do it safely, and we had to call upon our partners to help. It goes back to another lesson of being an entrepreneur. You can't do it alone, right? You cannot do it alone. Um, you need to, to be smart about the people that you let on your team, but you need to find people that can fill in your weaknesses or your gaps. And we have an awesome statewide network of support uh, when it comes to our RISE hubs. So we had an initial Zoom call. You were actually on that call, Garrett. I was a little nervous because I was like, this is the first time that I'm going to tell them what we're trying to do. And I really hope that they're on board. Um, and so that initial Zoom call, I think we had around 20 of our partners um, from all around the state together. And I was like, listen, we can't do GSE on campus, but let's talk about what we're trying to do. And the energy from that Zoom call, Garrett, I still remember because I was a little nervous when I was like, we're going to have six or seven at Sprocket. We're going to have, you know, nine at AVHO. We're going to have some up here with Blue North. We're going to have some at Awesome Inc. at Base 110 and Story Louisville. We're working with SOAR, right? Where can we find them homes? during the program to where they can come experience these spaces and have opportunities through this program that they wouldn't have otherwise had. One, if they were sitting at home, but two, if we were on a college campus, right? So I think that's something to think about too. We've learned a lot uh, this year and a lot we're gonna take with us in the future. And so that's just a little bit about how we thought about that process and how we worked through some of the obstacles um, and at any point, it never crossed our mind to cancel. You know, it, it never uh, became an option on the table because I think as entrepreneurs, one, I would have been embarrassed to make that call. Uh, but two, it, it goes back to what the kids deserve. And if we could do it safely, we were going to do it. You know, their safety comes first and foremost. It's our number one priority. But second to that is giving them the life-changing, transformative entrepreneurial experience that GSC is known for. Mic drop. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. So I think, I think with that, yeah, Tasha, we're going to wrap up. That was 
That was great. That was fire. And wow, I just said that on a podcast. I'm so lame. <laughs> I think I'm gonna keep that in there. No, Tasha, Tasha, this is my favorite question I ask every episode. So if you were talking to next year, that's gonna be 2021. Wow. Yeah. 2021 class of GSC or some of their parents or even some of your friends who maybe after working in corporate, the corporate world, they want to try being an entrepreneur, having oh, a startup. My goodness. What, what advice would you tell them? regardless of their age, where they are in life? The first thing I would tell them is to be prepared to fail and to be okay with that failure. Uh, Because the more you fail, the more you learn. And I've learned through my life, not even at GSE, but other experiences, that failure is right on the pathway to success. And oftentimes we learn way more from when we fail. In fact, I know we do. We learn way more when we fail than we do when we succeed. And so taking those lessons and applying them to what's next, that's the advice I would give. That and keep moving forward at all costs, you know, at those failures, after those failures. I think sometimes people, um, they stop too soon. Now, there's also a balancing act, right? You have to know when to persevere and when to pivot, um, when to change. Uh, But all that comes with the mindset. You've got to approach approach your startup, your idea with that certain mindset of knowing that, hey, this may not work, but I'm going to try it and I'm going to figure it out. And if it doesn't work, we'll pivot, we'll change, we'll innovate, we'll move forward. Uh, We won't stop. We won't give up. We will persevere because that's just part of being an entrepreneur. And that's actually something that we're in the heart of right now at GSE. So many of them are terrified of failure. Um, and I have some ice cream waiting for those of them that are failing inside right now. So we're going to have some failure parties here in a moment. Um, but when we think about some of our education models, whenever you get an F on a paper, Garrett, right, you feel bad about yourself. Or whenever you don't make that ACT score that you want, you feel bad about yourself. That's not how it should be, right? That's not how it should be at all. You should be valued as an individual and know that while you maybe didn't do as well, or maybe that you failed in that moment, that's not a reflection on who you are. That is a reflection on the situation and the circumstance. And at the end of the day, you can control to a large extent the situation and the circumstance, but you have to have confidence, you have to have faith, you have to have a growth mindset, you have to persevere. And those are characteristics, right? Those aren't test scores. Um, And so there's a huge differentiator there. I think at the end of the day, be comfortable with failure and keep moving forward. Thanks for joining us. If you're not fired up after this, you need need to recheck your mindset. (laughs) (laughs) Tasha, thanks so much for your time. This was so, so enjoyable. Oh, thank you, Garrett. I had a blast. I always want to talk about GSE. Uh, I will say if this is the first time you've heard about the Governor's School for Entrepreneurs and you want to learn more, please reach out. I love to talk about it. I'd love to tell you about it. I'd love to see what we could do together. Um, to continue to serving the teen population of Kentucky um, to help them grow up and inspire to be entrepreneurs. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Awesomings Podcast. And another quick thank you to Lee Rosevere and a few members from our community who provide the music that you hear in the show. Lastly, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Or even better, come on down to our space. Come be a part of our community and get plugged in. And let's start something awesome together. You guys rock. We'll see you next time.